Tell your neighbor this is another day. Tell your neighbor that this is the day that the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. Tell your neighbor you hear what you've never heard before today. Amen. So I just want you to be expectant and just open your heart and allow God to speak in your life. Your life will never be the same again. Amen. Remember, this is our last night of the conference. Amen. So I will preach. And I, I don't know, these people will prophesy. Prophet Magadere will bless us. Before. So just open your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. We all know about this scripture, it's a common scripture. I think that's the theme of our conference. Amen. Glory be to God. Pastor Joe, uh, I just want you to read for me. Because my version uh, is not that good. Amen. Daniel 11, 32, and uh, Habakkuk 2, verse 14. Daniel 11, hmm. verse 32. Um, for our technical team, I just want you to put it on the screen. Hallelujah. Daniel 11, verse 32. Those who have got Google Bibles, just read my Bible. And such as do wickedly against the covenant, shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Hallelujah. Oh, okay. Can you just repeat it? Just read again, man of God. Put it on the Daniel 11 verse 32 and such as violate the covenant ye shall pervert and seduce with flatteries but the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do exploits for God okay Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14 Habakkuk Habakkuk 2 verse 14 Habakkuk chapter Habakkuk 2 verse 14 But the time is coming is coming when when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters covers the sea but the time is coming when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord and the waters as the waters covers the sea. All right, thank you so much. Thank you, men of God. Let's just clap our hands for the men of God. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 
Amen. Can I hear your amen this side? Can I hear your amen this side? And this side. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Uh, today I just want to speak about uh, knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Knowledge. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray that God will help me to, 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 to explain this. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. From where we read in the book of Daniel, the Bible says, I like this part which says, Those who know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. That's the part that I just want to teach. Amen. Hallelujah. But to the people who know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? Exploits. Only to those who know their God. Only to those who possess the knowledge of God will be strong and they shall do exploits. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You know, the Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse 18, the Bible says that he has not the Lord Almighty determined that the people's labor is only fuel for the fire, that the nation exhausts themselves for nothing. Verse 14, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. It's very, very important to know the God that you save. It's, it's, it's very, very, very important to know the God that you save. This is what I call the highest level when it comes to the things of God. The level or the realm of knowledge. The level or the realm of, of knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. knowledge. You, need to, you need to know the God that you save. You need to know him. You need to know the God that you serve. You need to know the God that you serve. If you want to be strong, and if you want to do exploits, you must have this knowledge about the God that you serve. You must possess the knowledge of God. Amen. And that will qualify you to be strong, and that will qualify you to do exploits. The Bible is not talking about pastors, prophets, bishops. It's just saying that to those who know their God, the moment you know the God that you serve, you receive that power to perform exploits, to do exploits. No matter you are nobody in the church. The reason that you know God, you qualify you to do exploits. Somebody say Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. You know, from Habakkuk, from where we've read, the Bible is saying that we mustn't toil, we mustn't struggle that much. And the Bible goes on to say, verse 14, that for the earth will be filled with the knowledge that as the children of God, we must not struggle that much the way we are struggling now. And the Bible is saying that when you possess this knowledge, it will be easier for you and you will not struggle. Because the knowledge of God will fill the whole earth as the, what as the sea covers the earth. That's the knowledge of God. 
But how do you come to that point, to that level, whereby you possess the knowledge of God? You must have that relationship with God first. The Bible says that can two walk together unless they agree. You must walk with God. Remember what the Bible says in the book of Genesis, that Enoch, there was a man by the name Enoch, and the Bible says that Enoch walked with God. Amen. And he was not for God took him. He was not for God what? Took him. took him. It was no longer fit for Enoch to be on this planet. He had a strong relationship with God. Up to a point where God said, no, this man must come up here where we are. That's the relationship that he had with God. So if you want to possess that knowledge, uh, if you want to have that knowledge of God, you must walk with him. You must have a strong relationship with him. Create a strong relationship with your God. And from there, you begin to know God. You move from one level to another, the level of knowledge to another. And you begin to see exploits in your life. Are we together, people of God? Are we together here, people of Paris? Can I hear your amen? You must possess the knowledge of God. You must have the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. You know, whenever I read the Bible, I, I make sure that I have the understanding about the, the subject or the topic that I will be reading. So, when I was reading the Bible, uh, I came to understand that knowledge is the highest level. If you want to, to, to see exploits in your life, possess the knowledge of God. You must know the God that you say. There was a time when, when you know, during that time of Apostle Paul, he came to a town and he saw the people who were worshipping God. And there was this statement that they wrote on the, like a note. And it was written to an unknown God. To a what? Unknown God. Don't think that those people were worshipping idols. No. I, I, I believe that these people were worshipping the true God. But the only reason, the all, their, all, their problem was that they were worshipping the God that they didn't know. They didn't have that knowledge about him. So they wrote to an unknown God. Like most of us here, we are just worshipping him and we don't know him. You are like worshipping an unknown God. That's why the apostle rebuked them and said, how can you worship in a non-God? You must know the God that you serve. Amen. Can somebody say amen? amen? Can somebody say amen? amen? You know, when we, are, when we are talking about a true Christian of God, there are things that you must have. You must have love. You must have hope. You must have faith. You must have this knowledge. Most of us, we have been told that when you have got this faith in us, we can move mountains, and it's true. But I have come to introduce to you a level which is of a higher level than that of faith, which is the level or the realm of knowledge. Am I talking to somebody here? 
Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. The Bible says that you must have what? Faith. You must have faith. And the Bible says that if you have got faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be uprooted and be casted into the sea. Amen. And it will be so. According to your faith, as small as a mustard seed, you can command things, you can speak things into existence. But I have come to tell you another level. You must not just operate in the level of faith. You must move on to the level of knowledge. You must move on to the level of what? Do you know, we, we serve God, we serve Jesus, and we want to be like Jesus. That's why we are called Christians. But do you know the Jesus that you save? Do you know the Jesus that you save? I don't think the many was using faith in his days. Jesus. I, I, I want to disagree. That was not just faith. He knew what he was doing. It was not just a matter of believing that I can open blind eyes. He knew. He knew it, that he had the power to open the blind eyes. Remember what he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to open the blind. I don't believe that I can open, but I know. I know, because the spirit of God is upon me. And he has anointed me to open the blind eyes, to set the captives free. The man was not believing that he can do it. No. He knew that that was his mission. To do so. Amen. Can I hear your amen? Amen. What kind of faith is that? That you see a blind man. You spit on the ground and you mix with, with the soil. And you take the mud and put in the eyes of the blind person. What kind of a faith is that? I don't think that was faith. But he knew what he was doing. There is a difference between believing and know, knowing what you are doing. There is a difference there. Because when we talk about faith, we are talking of something that you don't see. But when we talk about knowledge, we talk of something that you know. Something that you have seen. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah. Somebody say knowledge. knowledge. You must know the God that you save. You must know the God that you save. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, people of God. Can I tell you something? I was talking about Jesus. You know, most of the time, you know, when Jesus performed miracles, there are certain miracles that he performed not because of faith, but it was because of this level of knowledge. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. He was operating in the level of what? Of knowledge. So where he was now, he was now telling the people that for you to understand and for you to receive what I can offer to you from this level of knowledge, you must have faith. Mm. All right. Mm. 
Glory be to God. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. So when we are talking about the evidence, you know, when I'm walking like this, unfortunately, there's nothing that I'm looking for here. Or is there the shadow? When you see my shadow, what's that? That's that's the evidence that there is somebody there. Yes. I don't ever talk to somebody. Yes. When, when you see a shadow, you mustn't be afraid. It's not the real thing. But it's telling you that the real thing is there. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Even remember when David said that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he was not talking about the real thing. That was the like most of us here, the situation that we are facing is not real. Amen. You are just facing the shadow. And you are afraid of the shadow. Amen. Though I walk through the, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because I know this is just the shadow. The evidence that the devil is there. But that's not the real thing that I'm dealing with. So when we are talking about the evidence, we are just partaking of the evidence of, of a substance, of something small. But we are not in the right place where we can see the real thing. And yet in that level, we can perform miracles. We can move mountains. But God is in now is inviting you to a level of knowledge. Whereby you begin to know him and everything is real. When we talk about prayer, it's in your blood, it's in your fingertips. You don't struggle to pray. You don't believe that you can pray. You know you are a prayer warrior. You don't believe you can pray in tongues. You can even speak in tongues while you are eating something. It's now part of you. You know what you are doing. You don't believe that if you give, God can bless you. You, you know. It's now part of you. Can somebody say amen? amen. Can somebody say amen? amen? So, faith is just the substance of the things hoped for. The things of what? Hoped for. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. When you are between you and your God, you are now one with God. Yes. When demons looks at you, they see God in oh, yes. you. Oh, yes. They see God in you. Yes. There was a church, these people had a revelation, a serious revelation that these people who are leading us are no longer ordinary. There's no difference between them and the Jesus that they say. So they said to themselves that now we are going to put the sick people along the way so that when these apostles are moving by, when their shadow moves over these sick people, they will be healed. These people had faith in who? Not in God. No. But in these people who were now operating in a level of knowledge. When you are operating in that level, even for people to understand you, they must have faith. Because between you and God, there is no difference. So when these people were looking at Paul, it was as if they were looking at God, at Jesus himself. So they said, we are going to put our sick people here. And their shadow, the apostles were not away. 
they were not aware what was going on. So they were just moving like that and they were surprised to see the sick people being healed. It wasn't the apostle who said lay the sick people there so that our shadow will heal them. No. It was the people who the people who wanted healing who had faith in Paul and the apostles. Because in that level, there's now no difference between you and God. For people to understand you and for people to partake of the grace that is upon your life, they must have faith. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? This might be difficult for you to understand. I know. There are not many people who understand this message. But to those who are going to understand this message, you will begin to do exploits. You will begin to, to do some things that even pastors has never done. Do you know the Bible says that if you believe, you lay your hands upon the sick, you want It was not talking about pastors and bishops. Only those who believe. They will speak in tongues. Those who what? Who believe. Do you know that Stephen was not an apostle, he was a deacon in the church. And yet what this man did was something else out of this world. Few apostles were in that level of that man called Stephen. He knew the God that he was serving. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? There was no difference between Stephen and Jesus. Because when Jesus died, he said, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Mm. Stephen, when they stoned him, as he was about to die, he said, oh God, forgive these people, mm. for they do not know what they are doing. Mm. How can you differentiate between Jesus and, and, and Stephen then? Mm. People are killing this man, and he is now giving up his spirit. And he is saying, forgive these people, they do not know what they are doing. The Bible says that he was taken into the realm of the spirit and he saw the heaven open and he said, I see the son of man standing at the right hand side of God. Glory be to God. He had that access to the throne room. To the extent that he could see what was happening at the throne room of God. That's the level where he was operating this man. He was not feeling the pain, no. He was just, you know, looking at these people and he had compassion on them and he said, oh, these people, they do not know what they are doing. He ignored the pain because of the level he was operating in. Some of you, you are, you are backsliding because somebody gossiped. Somebody said something bad against you and you came out of the church. Amen. You don't know the God that you said. Yeah. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. We are talking about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. People who say even if God will not deliver us. Yes. Who, 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 who enjoy the pain of this fire, dying inside of this fire, yeah. than worshipping your God. Because in their level, these people are now operating in the level of God himself, the, no, the level of knowledge. Yeah. They had this strong relationship with God. Amen. So as they were looking at the idol, they were just, you know, laughing, how can we worship an idol yeah. and we are here? This idol is there. Yeah. How can we worship this thing? Yeah. 
So they said, we will ignore the pain of the fire. We will die there, even if God will say, I will not deliver you. It's better for us to die in the fire than to save this God. Yeah. How many are ready for that healing? You are sick. The next day, you are now in the house of a traditional healer. Because of the pain. There is a time whereby you must look at yourself, look at the level where you are operating in, and you ignore whatever that you are facing. Yes. You know that my Redeemer lives. Yeah. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Yeah. 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 Am I talking to people in this place? Yeah. Know the God that you save. Yeah. I said, Know the God that you save. Yeah. Jesus said, Guys, our friend Lazarus is sick. The disciples were, you know, were disturbed. Okay, can we arrange a God so that we can go and see him? After some days, now Jesus said, Okay, our, our friend Lazarus is asleep. He's what? Asleep. He's not dead, he's asleep. Because in that level, there's no death. Oh yes, all right. Our friend Lazarus is what? So he, he, he had to descend the hearts of his disciples and he saw that these people were not understanding his language. They were not understanding his what? His language. So he had to, 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 to speak to them openly that no, our friend Lazarus is now dead. But let's go there. Why he said Lazarus is asleep? He was trying to ignore the death situation. When he was looking at Lazarus, he was not seeing death. He was just seeing a person in dreams, dreaming dreams, fast asleep. And he said, okay, so let's go and wake him up. What will trigger you to perform exploits is to ignore the challenges that you are facing. To know the God that you serve. When you know the God that you save, you don't consider the problem that you are facing as a new thing. You consider it as a shadow. Amen. Hey. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. Can somebody say amen? amen? Can somebody say amen? amen? Those who know their God shall be strong. And they shall do exploits. So when he went there, to the to the to the place where Lazarus was, he said, "Okay, just open for me. Just remove the stone." And he said, "Lazarus, come out." He never said, "Oh, by fire, by force." <laughs> Lazarus, may the Lord resurrect you now. He said, "Lazarus, come forth," as if he is speaking to somebody who is not dead. And the man was four days old in the tomb. And Jesus was talking to Lazarus as if he is talking to somebody who is asleep. Amen. That's why he said to his disciples that Lazarus is what? Asleep. So he was waking somebody from his sleep. Lazarus came out and the man came out alive. What happened to his body? What happened to, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know how to do to describe how, how can you wake some how can you resurrect someone after four days because he was no longer operating by faith he knew that he was the resurrection and life yeah. i don't know if i'm talking to somebody remember what he said to the sisters 
They said, oh, if you were here, our Lazarus, our brother Lazarus was not going to die. He said, no, 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 just believe. Believe you. You, you are under my level of knowledge. You must believe. As for me, I don't need to believe. I don't need to have faith. No. But you, you must believe. That I am the resurrection. I am the what? The resurrection in life. When the fact that I am here, life will be to my place. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we are talking about Jesus, we are not talking of somebody who has got the, 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 the ability or the gift of healing. No, we are talking about the healer. Yeah. You must move to a level whereby you, you don't just move with the gift of prophecy. No, you now operate in the level of knowledge whereby you just know things. You don't heal people by the gift of healing. You are a healer. Because of the God that is in you. Yeah. This is the highest level. When you are in that level, I'm telling you. Glory be to God. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes. You must possess the knowledge of God. Amen. Do you know the God that you serve? The moment you know the God that you serve, you will even know yourself better. Amen. You don't know yourself right now. You don't even know your destiny, where you are going. You don't know who you are. The, the reason is you don't know God. When you know God, you now know yourself. You now know who you are. Can somebody say Amen. amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. I said glory be to God. Amen. You know, I was just reading this, the scriptures, and I, I came to understand that when God was creating a human being, he first created the human being in the spirit. He said he created the male and the female. <coughs> and now, after that, he had to form men from the dust. Yet to form men from where? From the dust. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The, the word was, you know, the Bible was talking about Jesus as the word. So which means when God was creating the universe, he was using the word. He was using Jesus. He was there before the foundation of this world. Yeah. So when he encountered this blind man, God had to remind him what he did in the beginning when he formed the man from the dust. All right. All right. So the moment he spent on the ground, mixed the saliva with mud, with, with the soil, and put it in the eyes, he was now recreating, reforming. All right. That's not the level of faith. No. He was now reforming the eyes. Because he knew what heaven meant. He knew that I used the dust to create me. That was not faith. That was knowledge. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Can I go deeper about this one? You know, we are talking about the knowledge of God right now. God revealed this to me. That there was a prophet, a mighty prophet by the name Isaiah. He was a well-respected man of God in his days. From chapter 1 to chapter 6, 
He was prophesying. That says the Lord accurately. He was not prophesying. He was prophesying. Accurately. Prophesying. Accurately. Hearing the voice of God. Chapter 6. I was shocked. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. After he just saw the Lord, he began to repent. Hey! As if this man is a non-believer. He began to say, Oh Lord, forgive me, for I am a man of unclean lips. But you were using those same lips to prophesy. How come? People of God. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? He was prophesying from, from chapter 1 to chapter 6. He was prophesying with lying lips. But how can you prophesy accurately using lying lips? How? He was prophesying by a gift from chapter 1 to chapter 5. By a gift. God was speaking to him though he had lying lips. Do you know that a gift, the gifts of God are irrevocable. You can perform things using a gift and yet you are a sinner. But when we talk about the level of knowledge now, this level, you don't operate in that level when you are a sinner. No. You don't. Because in that level now, you, you are next to God. There is no difference between you and your father sitting on the throne. Can somebody say amen? So when he saw the Lord, that's the day he knew the God who was speaking to his ear. When he was prophesying from chapter 1 to chapter 5. He was prophesying not having the knowledge of the one speaking to him. The time he knew the one who was speaking to him, he began to repent. Oh Lord, forgive me. I'm a man of unclean lips. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. Some of us, we are singing, we are doing all these things in the church. But we don't know the God that we save. The time you will know the God that you save, you will come to church early. Hallelujah. When they say let us give, Hallelujah. you pray and fast. When they say let us pray and fast, Amen. you don't know the God that we say. You were told about Him, but as for you, you don't have that experience, that personal experience with your God. You don't know Him. He began to repent. I am a man of unclean lips. Forgive me, O oh God. And an angel, a, a, a cherubim, had to come with fire. And he touched the mouth of a prophet to take away the lying lips. Amen. And he said, now you are now operating in the level of knowledge. You now know what you are doing. When you prophesy, you know who is talking to you. Amen. You no longer pray, believing you have got a gift. You know, there are people who, who can do things, bad things. Because they know they can do something in the house of God or in the things of God and yet they are doing things that are against God amen. can somebody say amen? amen can somebody say amen? amen God had to deliver this man from the spirit of unclean lips the man when he when he knew God when the moment the day he saw God he realized he was a liar the day he he, he knew his God. He realized that he was a, a liar. Which level are you operating in? You must know the God that you save.
Can somebody say amen? Amen. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Can someone say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. Am I talking to somebody in this house? Amen. Am I talking to somebody in this house? Amen. I'm telling you, when you operate in that level, demons will bow down before you. They will worship you. The one who is in us is greater than the one who is in the world. Are you sure he is the one in you? With the life that you are living right now, with whatever that you are facing right now, are you sure there is no difference between you and Jesus? Jesus is inside of you. I told people in Cape Town that, you know, people, they don't know about Jesus. Do you know that if you existed during the time of Jesus, you were going to be one of those people who persecuted him? Do you know that? How can somebody come and say, before Abraham was, I was there? And you know this is the son of Joseph. And you believe that uh, truly this man is a man of God. I'm telling you. You are blessed to be here Amen. during this generation. Amen. The man was too much. I'm telling you, the Jesus that I save is not a joker. He's a serious one. Somebody who could walk on water as if he's walking on, 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 on ground. He saw his disciples struggling. Being attacked by the devil inside the sea. And he said, no, 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 no I'm not going to wait for the boat. I will walk through and rescue them. At one time he is inside the boat. And the boat is now going down. It's sinking. And the disciples are crying to Jesus, but they are in the same boat like some of us here. You will go and cry to the pastor and you know the pastor has also got his problem. <laughs> Glory be to God. Amen. How can you sleep? We are dying here as if he's not, also, he, he, he's not part of them. He's not dying as well. He was dying with them, but they were crying to him. Come and rescue us. Please, we are dying. We are in the same situation, in the same nation. You are crying to me. Please, men of God, pray for me. I also want deliverance from this economic problem. But the difference now is that these men, they are with him, but spiritually they are far away from each other. Like what the men of God said yesterday. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus was not involved in their whatever that they were doing in the boat. He was sleeping, knowing that I, I can't die in this situation. So he woke up and he rebuked the wind. Ha! Ah, people of God. I, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. You know, there are times, there are times that when I will feel, I will also feel pain in my body, and people will be standing like this on the prayer line. They want healing. And the same time, I'm also feeling pain in my body. But I ignore my pain. I don't need somebody to pray for me. No, I, I know. It's just a matter of time I will be okay. I must pray for these people and they must receive their healing. Yeah. 
you are not understanding what I'm saying, people of God. Yeah. I know you are facing problem, but the, the, the reason why this problem are, are keeping on, you know, coming and 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 and, 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 and attacking you is that you are entertaining these problems. Right. Yeah. You are entertaining these problems. Yeah. You know, after Jesus, you after he walked on the sea, on the water, Peter said, "If it is you, because they thought he was a ghost." That's the mind of people. When they see you performing, doing exploits, they will think there is something mixed there. Yeah. It, there is a marine spirit upon you. They, they think the devil is, is more powerful than God. Yeah. Some people will go to hell for that. Amen. Thinking God is, 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 you know, the devil is that is above God. You, you will go for it to hell for that. Glory be to God. Amen. So, after you walk, Peter said, okay, if it is you, if it is you, command me to come as well. Allow me to walk on water as well. And he said, come. He started walking. He started what? Walking. Walking. The time he realized that ah, 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 there's too much wind, what happened? He began to what? But what happened when he, when he came out of the boat, starting walking on water? Do you think the wind was not there? And the boat was sinking. Yes. And the man walked maybe seven steps on water. And the wind was against him. Amen. But the time he realized that no, there is too much wind, he began to sink. Amen. The reason why you are going down, you are opening your physical eyes. Too much to your problems. Ignore your problem. You, you, are, you are not ordinary. You are a child of God. You operate on the mountain top level. Yeah. Leave all these problems with those people who are not spiritual. Solve their problems as if you don't have problems. Yeah. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Yeah. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. Do you know the God that you save? The ministers began to sink the moment he saw the wind. The moment he gave attention to the wind, he began to sink. The time we heard this rumor that one day your husband is going to leave you, that's the moment you started sinking. Because you gave attention to gossip. And you started creating, you know, things that has to do with the divorce until you, you participated in that divorce. Because somebody told you one day you'll be divorced. And you said, how can I cook for someone who divorced me? How can I love somebody who divorced me? And it was a rumor. You gave attention to the devil. And that marriage collapsed. Died. You participated in it. I'm telling you and I'm teaching you to ignore all these problems that is around you. The moment you do that, you are now operating in the level of God. In the level of God himself. Do you think God has no problems? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And there was darkness. That was a serious problem for God. There was what? And there was no other person for him to cry to. Because he's God. He had to solve it. Because there is no one to cry to. He is God. So he was left with one option. Let there be light. Because he knew he was the light. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. The reason why 
sickness is coming is that you may know that God is the healer. How can you know that God can heal if there is no sickness? Why? Why? Do you know what? Jesus said to Mary, I am the resurrection and the life. Not that because of this Lazarus situation, I am now called the resurrection and life. No. From the beginning, that's my name. Yeah. I am the resurrection and life. But how can you give yourself the name resurrection? So you hope that one day these people will die. I don't know. Can you imagine him saying this? So, are you telling us, oh God, that you want people to die and you resurrect them? You want these people to... He said, I am the resurrection and life. So, death has to come for, for, for this name to be known. So that people will know that truly I am the resurrection. There must be death somewhere for me to prove that I am the resurrection and life. Remember when God formed men, he was a dead man. There was no spirit in a man. He was what? He was dead. So God had to breathe life into this man because it is his name. His name is the resurrection and life. Somebody must die for him to be known that he is life. I'm talking to somebody here. For you to descend the presence of God, there must be death around you. I'm telling you that. If you want to know that God is near you, there must be something contrary to what you think this is not of God. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. There must be sickness. You will know healing is around you. God wants you to experience the power of healing. You will not die in that sickness, I'm telling you. You will live and declare the good works of the Lord. I prophesy to somebody sitting under this roof. Who told you that you will die? Who told you, Adam, that you are naked? Why are you running away? Who told you that? Jesus is asking, God is asking Adam, who told you you are naked? Who told, from the beginning you were like this. Amen. Today you are running away. From the beginning there was nothing to put on and you were okay. Now who told you that you don't have money? Amen. Who told you that your, your, your marriage is going nowhere? Just look for another person. Who told you that? Amen. From the beginning you were okay with that. Until the devil came to show you the weaknesses of your husband or your wife. Who told you that? Am I talking to somebody in this place? Am I talking to somebody in this place? Know the God that you save. I said know the God that you save. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. Am I talking to people who are facing problems here? Amen. Am I talking to people who are facing challenges in life here? Amen. From today, you will now operate in the level of God himself. Amen. And you will begin to rule over your situations. Amen. The Bible says that you have, you have got this dominion over every creeping thing, including demons. Over every flying bird. Whether that demon walks on foot or it flies you've got authority over it. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. You will tremble upon scorpions and, and serpents and they will not hate you. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Snakes are there 
for you to tremble on them. The reason why snakes are there is that you may show them their house number under your foot. That's where they belong. You're not understanding what I'm saying. You're not understanding what I'm saying. You tremble upon serpents and scorpions. When we talk about serpents and scorpions, we are talking of this situation. But they belong somewhere. You need to put them where they belong. Walk as if there is God inside of you. Amen. It's no longer I who live it, but Christ in me, the hope of all glory. Am I talking to people here? Amen. Royal Kingdom Embassy people, it's now time to do exploits. I said it's now time to do exploits. We must receive news that there is a certain sister healed somebody who was about to die. Amen. So the men of God will just go there to see if it is real. Amen. But the work is already, it's already done. Oh, yes. Ah, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Amen. May you receive the grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord fill you with knowledge of his word. You must know the word of God. Know the God that you serve. Amen. And you will know who you are. Amen. You will know who you are. Amen. Jesus had to remind us that, don't you know that you are priests and kings? Amen. You are what? Priests and kings. Priests and kings. There is a crown of authority upon your head. Amen. There is a crown of authority upon your head. A, 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 a staff of a king in your hand. Amen. Am I talking to somebody here? Amen. At one time, Moses was crying, facing the Red Sea. And people were crying to him as if he was God. Now see, we are now going to die. But God now opened his eyes and said, no, 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 no. This situation is just a small situation. It's just a small problem. Stretch out your head. You are a God over this situation. Stretch your head. Divide the sea into two. I know you are the one. You are not the one who created it. But, but by the authority of the Holy Ghost, when you stretch your head, it is if God is stretching his head. Divide it into to let the people go, walking on dry ground. You are not understanding what I'm saying. Even the prophet himself was crying up to the time when God reminded him. that no, 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 it's a small problem. Divide the, the sea into two. Hallelujah. I prophesy in this house. I, I, I declare this in this place. Whatever mountain that is ahead of you, I, I uproot it. I take it out of your way. And I cast it into the sea. By the authority of the Holy Ghost. Whatever situation, whatever sickness, that they told you that you will die in that sickness, I, I take it out of your body.
You are not what your situation is telling you you are. You are not what the people are telling you you are. You are what God says you are. We have got more than enough. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. How can you say that, David? How can you say that you don't like anything? Get my human being. No, I know that I lack somewhere. I know there's no food in my house, but I choose to ignore. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. My cup runneth over. I prophesy overflow upon your life. I prophesy overflow upon your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are not ordinary. You are a royal priest. 
sight. You must walk up with your head up, knowing that your redeemer lives. Amen. for Jesus. Responsible. I told you about that. Yeah. They went those white garments, people, they prophesied your father is the one responsible. Yeah. So when she came, we said, we don't care who is responsible. Yeah. We don't want to see blood coming out of your breast again. Yeah. In that moment, it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. You're not understanding what I'm saying, people of God. Enough is enough. That problem must come to an end today. Let's agree. Yeah. I said, let us agree. Again. You're not going to see it again. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. The knowledge of God Amen. shall cover the whole earth Amen. like the sea yes. covering the earth. Yes. The knowledge of God. Yeah. May you begin to possess this knowledge. Amen. May you begin to receive it, partake of it. Amen. May you begin to possess this kind of knowledge Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I don't know. After today, you will not be denied access. Yes. I said you will not be denied access. Yes. We want to pray right now like never before. Amen. I want you to be on your feet and put on the whole armor of God. Yes. With your sword in your right hand. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to know and realize who you are right now as I'm speaking. Before you pray. You are a child of the Most High God. Your sins are forgiven. You are a child of God. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. For me, Martin Siziba, I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you. You are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God. This episode has been brought to you, courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com be empowered to experience kingdom life